Welcome to NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. Hey, this is the Non-Fungible Podcast, NFP with D. Klein. Now proudly sponsored by the Koi Network, where you can mint atomic NFTs on-chain and get paid when your creations attract real traffic. Now you can find this podcast and you can dive deeper into blockchain trends on Cointelegraph magazine. Just go to www.cointelegraph.com magazine. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of NFP. This is Cyber Shakti and my guest today is Decline. You might have heard about this person, Decline. Yeah, pretty yeah, popular. Me? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you heard of this person. Your welcome was so cheery and charismatic and friendly. Wow, can you come on every podcast and do the intro? That was amazing. Yeah, thank That's you. way better than mine or mine are just like, today's artist is blah, blah, blah. Yours was like enthusiastic, energetic. That was lovely. Thank you so much for that. Wow. Radio jockey. I listen to a lot of radio. Yeah, yeah. No, you're a natural. I was saying, right. you, you got to start up your own podcast. And then you can do this where you you interview people. I think it's the sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> the sunglasses help the cool factor they do. <laughs> I, I, I've never worn sunglasses during a podcast, you know, in my basement. <laughs> Maybe, are you in a very bright room? Yes. Yeah. So we we are doing NFP with the twist today. Usually, mm -hmm. Decline has uh, other artists as guests, but uh, this time around, you know, we were chatting up as friends, and uh, we came up with this idea wherein we have Decline talk about his journey, and uh, you know, it's it's been a while since he's been consistently successful, and he's always trending, and he's got this cool groovy new style going that's cute pop and every time i see it on instagram it's so it's so distinctively recognizable that it's declines work you know that's that's nailing it at so many levels it's got the art right it's got the branding there so i really wanted to you know ask decline about this journey and this style and that's that's just catching on like wildfire in the nft world yeah, I I really enjoy this. It's you know how you come across a certain style and then you're just like, oh yeah, I could do this for months. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's that's something that I I, I found with this. It, it was kind of funny when I started doing because I've always liked drawing feminine figures, feminine portraits, and uh, I there was one time where I was just kind of doodling more, right? And I was trying to get the eyes right. And for whatever reason, I couldn't get them right. I, you know how that happens sometimes when you're drawing? And yes. just the eyes don't match proportionally for some reason, right? And so <laughs> I was just like, screw it. I I drew the eye just ridiculously enormous. Like three quarters of the face was an eye kind of thing, right? And then yeah. I was like, actually, that looks kind of cool. Right? And so, so then I started doing that. And so if you look at the first one I did, actually never sold. The first one I did, it didn't quite have the cube pop full effect yet because you know how I have that halftone kind of Liechtenstein thing yes. in there? Okay. Yes. That first one I did on OpenSea, I think it's called Inescapable Self. 
And the idea of it was you can never escape your own point of view, like no matter how much you try. And so this eye kind of emerging from the body, it still can't really leave it. Do you know what I mean? And you can't escape yourself is basically what it was. And um, <clears throat> so I did that one and I was like, oh, I really like that. And I kind of like how it kind of, and then I just kind of divided the face into parts, kind of the idea of there being different points of view, right? You can try, you can try to imagine another person's perspective, but ultimately at the end of the day, you're within yourself, you're alone in yourself, right? Right, yeah. And uh, so then I, I did that one and I just really liked the character of it and the style of it. And soon after that, I was drawing more of these kinds of things where I would draw the kind of the enlarged eyes. And I did a collaboration with Ali Sabet on Known Origin after he was on my podcast. And it was a, it was a kind of one of those long shot requests after he was on the podcast. I was like, oh man, could you, would you do a collab with me? Like that would be amazing. Right. And he was like, sure. Like he was totally just all for it. So I did a few female portraits that I sent him that were kind of that, that idea where you have like the enlarged mm -hmm. eyes. And I was like, I don't know if you can use any of these. Like they were just black and white type thing, right? And he was like, sure, I'll come up with something. And he was doing a clubhouse for that. You remember that Chucha Labra thing with George Lopez? Oh, yes, yes. He was in a clubhouse with that. And during the clubhouse, <laughs> he sends me this picture because he was doodling during the clubhouse. Like while he's chatting, he's drawing. Right. Apparently he does that all the time. He's drawing while he talks a lot. And so he sends me it. And I just, I was, it brought tears to my eyes because he took all three of the female portraits and he put them all together. And then he did his kind of line style with them. And then he had all his faces that he drew all in the background. And so we called it entanglement. And it was this idea that they were all kind of uh, brought together and entangled. And then I added the colors um but it just really kind of cemented that style for me was that particular collaboration where i was like oh i really like this style and so i kind of took that and made it my own kind of thing with the halftone effects and the the kind of the breaking it into sections and stuff like that so yeah it was um that was kind of the start of it and then after that i just started doing it with uh celebrities and athletes and stuff like that and uh, yeah, it went really well. I'm trying to find that inescapable self piece. Where is it? Here it is. Awesome. So this this essentially is like the genesis of cube pop. Yep. And I think I do nice. have a tiny. Actually, I have a very subtle halftone effect on it. I do. It's just very tiny. Just gave it a little bit of texture. I think. Yeah. In fact, in fact, I have something that's in the similar thing, but obviously it's not done in a in a illustration style. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll come to that later. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, you've got some wild stuff happening. I'm going to turn the tables on you and, and ask you about your stuff going on lately. You've got the whole new photography thing on Known Origin. That's a new thing. You just started that in August, right? Yes. But you've been a photographer for ages. I have, yes. Mm -hmm. so, so, you know, this space essentially gives one space to be true to every aspect of yourself. Like there are so many people who make music and they make art. Mm -hmm. There are so many people who have various styles going. So, you know, photography 
is the genesis of shakti this is how i've i started my art journey it's mm-hmm. just that you know i started off my nft journey with glitch art but i was a photographer much before that so right i yeah. i applied to ko again with my photography portfolio because i didn't want you know my art to be listed next to photography because personally okay. i'm a i'm a freak like that like i i i am very particular about how the gallery shows okay. and you know having photography next to your art can sometimes ruin the viewer browsing experience I see what you're so i've so i've been I, tempted to go back and burn some stuff for that reason because it just doesn't fit in yeah so i i made a photography portfolio and i applied to ko second time and i got to ko again this time with my <laughs> photography work <laughs> that's awesome yeah. cuz you know there's people listening right now that are like really like annoyed by that cuz they haven't got in once right because yeah. it's quite difficult like i've talked to a number of people who have applied and they'll wait months to even hear so kudos to yes. you getting <laughs> getting accepted twice wow i know achievement unlocked <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah that's awesome so... you're on a lot of platforms i'm looking at your link tree who was i talking to the other day about oh yeah dr guns about calament what do you think of Calament? I'm curious about your thoughts on Calament. Calament is really picking up these days. You know, if you're on Tezos, you might want to check out Calament. So they have their own uh, token as well. Mm-hmm. So similar to Rary Drops, you get Calam tokens. Mm. I didn't know that. Okay. That's fun. So I have only a few works listed there, but I made a sale. I sold something for like, a hundred hundred and fifty dollars so i went ahead i took the risk and i've listed some more premium stuff there okay some mana funds are there and fingers oh. crossed oh wow you have some beautiful finally loaded calamint's kind of slow right like Hick it is Nook, right you have some yeah. beautiful work here fuzzy soap is cool oh it's listed on secondary for 200 tezos right now yeah yeah that's a beautiful piece wow oh Oh, I really like Cyberwatch. That reminds me of the piece I bought from you. What was that piece called? The one where the glitch is coming out of the the statue bust the head. Overthinkers Inc. Yes, Overthinkers Inc. Incorporated. Yeah, it has a similar vibe. The Cyberwatch piece. Yeah, and I was so thrilled because it's one of the early pieces that I did. Then you know now you have listed it for such a nice price on secondary. I was like, wow! It's an awesome piece. Right? I mean, here's the thing, though. I've found with Rarible, because that's on Rarible, right? Yes. I don't know about your experience, but in my experience, my Rarible stuff is basically just, like, sitting there now. Like, <laughs> it doesn't get a lot of activity. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But the sad part about, you know, realisting stuff on OpenSea is, is we still don't get secondary royalties cross-platform, you know, so... Mm. But, well... From Rarible and OpenSea, they work together, do they not? Are they not compatible with each other? I thought they were for royalties. Am I wrong? I am not sure of that. I may not want to comment on this. <laughs> I had thought that they were compatible. I could be wrong. Maybe I shouldn't comment on it, maybe. I'm not sure either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get sued. NFE is doing so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean... They have been doing so well. This is actually the first time 
in my mm -hmm. teaching career because I've taught now for hmm, how many years? I think this is my 26th or 27th year teaching. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and I've always worked 100% full time. And this is the first year where mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm doing well with NFTs. I'm going to reduce my workload. And so this is the first time ever I have Wednesdays. I come in in the morning just for a couple mm -hmm. of blocks and then I go home and I have the rest of Wednesday off and it is so nice. You know, so yesterday, Wednesday, I uh, was done at 1030 mm -hmm. and went for a walk. Then I made a piece of art. I worked on, uh, I was telling you about this food mask you piece for Don't Order These. I love his stuff. So cool. <laughs> So we were talking um, on Twitter. He seems like a really neat guy. He is. Yeah, he you was... know him too, apparently. Yes. So I know him from my screensaver days, you know, around the oh. time when Polygonmatic. Wow, uh, really? Just took off. And Food okay. Mask, who was actually moderator on the Discord for Screensaver. This okay. is much before he joined KO. Okay. So we sort of, you know, collected in each other's early work on, uh, on Matic. Okay. It's interesting how much overlap there is, right? Like even this morning, he was on Instagram Live with Known Origin, and he was yes. talking about how he admires uh, Nadia from Pussy Riot, and he'd worked with her. And I'm like, this is so cool, because I've had that connection with her as well. It's just neat how there's so much overlap in the scene, because really, it's kind of a tight-knit community. You don't realize it, but there's a lot of people that are... I, I love that, that you recognize people, you see them kind of show up here and there, and there's those connections. So anyway, I was saying to him, I just loved his work. I just, I think it's hilarious. Like these masks he comes up with. Yes. Right. And so I was like, oh, I'd love to do a, a, a piece with you. I'll do you, but in my cube pop style. Okay. I can, I can show you a preview. Do you want to see it? Yeah, I'd I'll love just pull to. i it up on my phone here a second. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Okay. Let's see if you can see this. Blurry, blurry, yeah, yeah, blurry. Okay. Oh, crap. oh yeah, I see the bow tie. Can I do see the, the bow tie. Can I unblur it? Yes. Stupid blur effect. Anyway, you'll get a better appreciation of it when it's when it's up. I'm gonna be minting it this weekend. I so. I got a brief idea. So I yeah, see yeah, his yeah. bow tie and I see yeah. his. <laughs> well, basically, I did the cube pop style to him. So enormous eyes. That's awesome. But now there's enormous food as well. So. Ah. The food like occupies most of his face and yeah it's just kind of floating there and uh so we're gonna put that out this weekend which i was like super honored to do that with with food mask you because i mean obviously he's been tremendously successful right so yeah and maybe it gets me back on the trending you know for a little bit again it's been <laughs> i don't know about you but i always watch that it's kind of ridiculous but you know anytime i make a sale i'm like ooh, maybe i'm trending now <laughs> Then you go look. Yeah, like, hey, I'm trending. <laughs> so, I think you know because people like us who've been over, you know, KO for like over a year now. Mm -hmm. I think two or three sales, and we go back to trending again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, kind of just pops like, it back up there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know what it is about that. I think it's like you talked about achievement unlocked. You know, it's that feeling. It's like a game. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Leaderboard. Yeah. <laughs> Being on the leaderboard is fun, right? 
Yeah, definitely. And and I'm sure, you know, being on uh, the trending board also helps get oh, yeah. more visibility. I, I'm sure it does. You actually have really high visibility on Known Origin. I was looking at your view numbers. You have super high view numbers. Like, so for example, on your Cyber Shakti Known Origin, you have over 4,000 views. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. That's like double me. I have how many views? Okay, not that it's a competition, but I'm at 2,350 views. You're at 4,000 views, 4,100. You're killing it. You still got more sales than me, so. Yeah, but you know, it's all about <laughs> the attention. It's all about the attention. Yeah. It's been a year or so. Yeah. I think I joined KO in October last year when there were like 500 artists or under right. yeah. on the platform. Yes. So we're like the early. We're OG, Cyber Shakti. We are OG. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. What, what did you think of my uh, president ones? Did you see them? The Joe Biden and the Donald Trump? Did you see those? I think I saw the Donald Trump one, yeah. That's, that's a handsome picture, right? It is. It's, <laughs> let me go to your profile and, you know, I get purposely a... made it so that it wouldn't, I didn't want to make it too much of like a, how would you say? Making fun. Do you uh -huh. know what I mean? I yeah. want it to be something that if a person looking at it really likes Donald Trump, they might really like it. And a person who hates Donald Trump might also really like it. Do you know what I mean? Just the yeah, idea that, yeah, you know, yeah. they can decide what they think of it rather than me telling them what they should think about these people. You know what I mean? So I like that. It kind of, it, it uh, to me, it kind of steps along that line of not telling the viewer how they should feel about this person, which I like. I like being kind of... Well, that's a great stance to have because, you know, art really is about a personal experience. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as an artist, you're allowing people to make their own... Yeah, I mean, sometimes clearly I do make fun of individuals and make them look ridiculous. Like if you look at my Hillary Clinton zombie, it's pretty obvious that I'm not portraying her <laughs> in a positive light. You know, it's got like the flash of light, like lightning and stuff, you know, like it's not a positive portrayal, right? But most of the time I just kind of like to just create something that creates an impression and they can take it the way they want to take it. You know what I mean? just having fun in fact we have some interesting stuff on open seas as well that's like experimental and you know uh, um, yeah there i do actually do more kind of unusual stuff kind of more where i like you say it's more experimental um partly because you know the gas fees are way lower that's true or with the with the ones where you just mint with erc 1155 there isn't even a fee right so i feel more yeah. free to kind of try things there it is where i started the cube pop stuff too because initially that was like you say it was kind of an experiment so yeah like the there's a few there that are still there's one called i'm fine that was an early one there's one i did of crypto finally where i was doing a uh -huh. portrait of her and then i gave her one gigantic eye <laughs> yeah so those were fun what does she think of it did she like her big she eye? liked it she liked she uh, we, i i asked her if i could do it and she really liked it she has one that uh i also did of her earlier that was more like a painterly style 
Yeah. Again, you know, it's all with this podcast is people I connect with, right? Yeah. yeah. What I really, you know, last time also when I was on your podcast, there mm-hmm. was one one thing that I remember telling you is that your uh, your art is very very recognizable. Like you see a piece and you know it's you mm. with the zombie style or with the cute pop. You know, it doesn't take more than half a second to register that it's your work, That's which awesome. is commendable. I mean, that's yeah, that's cool to hear that. I mean, that's the goal, right? I mean, if you can have it where people know it's your work. That's yes. That's a good thing. So that's where, you know, I do find it's tricky sometimes, though, because when you do try new things and they don't look the same, then you go, hmm, okay, is this going to resonate for anybody, right? You sometimes can get trapped in that, it seems like. Like for a long time, you know, like with the zombies, Right. Mm-hmm. I was doing it a particular style and it was pretty much just like a, what's the word? Like a parody, right? You would take somebody yeah. and make them pretty much the same as they look in real life, but just change features. Right. And yeah. I just feel like now I'm more free to kind of have my own style to it as opposed to it being looking like just like them. Do you know what I mean? So, for example, yeah. when I did like the Vitalik Buterin one on KO, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really look strictly like him but you can tell it's him but it's more stylized do you know what i mean it's like a cartoonified version of him so there is actually another collaboration i'm doing with an artist i'm super excited to be working with i can't say his name um but he's from the traditional art space i was speaking oh, yeah. with um it's Bansky, guys it's Bansky. Is that I couldn't tell that was really blown out that sound when you whispered it to your microphone. Bansky, it's Bansky, guys. (laughs) So this was (laughs) I was talking with you know because Sabet is a good friend of God Cloud. Do you know God Cloud? Okay, so anyway, he he and Sabet are kind of connected, and so God Cloud is very active in the larger community connecting a lot of people and so he reached out to me and said hey i've there's this traditional artist who's like really well respected artist he's also a a very good writer okay and he's really interested in trying out nfts and collaborating with you i'm like what (laughs) that is so incredible this person i can't say the name yet he has one and a half million followers on twitter okay wow like okay i have like what (laughs) Six thousand, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, he wants to work with me. Like, that's the craziest thing that happens in this space, right? And so we were talking, and we're gonna do some pieces together where I'm doing like the portrait element, like the black contour mm-hmm. kind of thing that I do, and he's yeah. gonna do the colorization of it because that's kind of his thing. And so that'll that'll be out soon. I don't know the exact time. And we were talking about putting together probably somewhere around three, maybe five pieces and then Mm -hmm. putting that on on Known Origin. He's just getting set up. So, I mean, he's not on Known Origin, but of course, because of that collaboration tool, you can kind of get him on Known Origin in a sense as a collaborator, right? So that I'm really excited about and what's neat with that too was he was saying what we could do as well is um we could do physical paintings where he would take my part of it and Mm -hmm. put that onto a canvas with his 
with his work. That'd be pretty wild. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I've never done that. I've never done any of this stuff on a... I mean, I used to do physical painting years ago. But, um, yeah, I haven't touched physical painting since this whole NFT. Do you ever do physical art? I do. I do, yeah. but I've never really, like, tokenized my physical paintings as such yeah. yet. Yeah, it's kind of daunting, right? Because then you got to deal with, like, shipping it and... And, yeah you know the redemption of the token and stuff like that and i'm all the way in india so <laughs> i don't know shipping costs me just as much as the token <laughs> well you charge them you charge them the shipping right no yeah i'm all the way in like... india well it depends where the buyer is <laughs> <laughs> if the buyer is in india it's not a problem <laughs> i'm guessing most of your buyers are in europe europe u.s yeah. Asia. US would probably be the majority of it, I guess, hey? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but... that is a bit I don't know. I still am wrestling with how that gets handled exactly. So anyway, no, I'm super excited about that. It's just these neat opportunities to it's like Gary Vee said, it's just neat, you know, feel like a kid. You know, it's just these cool opportunities to work with people that you never imagined would even come across your path you know what i mean yeah so i mean eventually eventually people are going to be like whoa i got an opportunity to talk to mr decline yeah, exactly. and i'll be like hey that's my friend yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah hey tell me what's going on with you are you doing any uh cool collabs or anything in the near future or what um so I am working on a collectible project, mm -hmm. which eventually is going to be about funding a women's DAO. So that is a project that I'm keeping under wraps as of now. Mm -hmm. I'm doing like a signature, rare Sabasaki signature drops for that okay. collectible series. And uh, so when you say a collectible series, is it going to be like one of these like generative things where there's like a thousand of them or whatever? Or is it more like handmade? So uh, it's going to be a generative project, okay. but my drops are going to be super exclusive and rare. So Okay. So you're like yeah. a part of it. Okay. Yes. Like only the rare ones are okay. mine. So if you're lucky or, you know, you, you pay a premium to get my work. Right. That's wild. And you can't disclose details. Not at this yet. point. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that's funny, hey, the... we always have to be kind of secretive about all this stuff because I've got all these cool things that I can't say anything about. <laughs> what like, I can yeah. say is, though, that I am sort of, you know, on the verge of giving myself the space where I am more open to collabs and I'm more, mm -hmm. you know, investing mm -hmm. more time in learning new skills like mm -hmm. creative coding, for instance. So mm -hmm. all this while, like, I've been, you know, doing my art alongside a full-time job but thanks to nfts like i i may not have a lambo yet but i am <laughs> in a comfortable position wherein i don't need to you know take shit from my boss <laughs> yeah so, like you, so tell me about this are you making a big career move here you haven't actually said on the recording um so honestly, I I am a double postgraduate. I have an MBA in marketing mm -hmm. and uh, I have a super specialization in creative communications. Mm -hmm. So I'm a strategist and a creative director. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, my boss happened to call me a ppt decorator a what kind of decorator a powerpoint decorator wow so That's he not nice yeah no no so so i i was tired of taking subtle disrespect and i realized yeah. that i am in a good place right now yeah. wherein you know i don't need to deal with people who don't treat others with respect yeah in fact a lot of my um i issues are because i spent so much time mm-hmm. looking at a screen looking at the screen so you know i am an artist and i need to respect my eyes and my body a lot more mm-hmm then usually normal people would do right mm-hmm. like it's it's a part of my job as an artist to take care of my well-being mm-hmm. so here's the interesting dilemma okay you're now at yeah. a point where you're ready to say goodbye and go fully into this yeah where do you think is the point where that's wise to do that because i know a lot of people in the space struggle with that right they've got their day job that they do to live and then they do this and they just do this because they love it. And now it's coming to a point where maybe there's an income there. And then when do you um, decide, okay, it's, I'm ready to do this. So honestly, I, I, it's not like I've given up on working on mm-hmm. a marketing career or, okay. you know, working on an enterprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not giving up on that. It's just that I'm in a good space wherein if I have to labor over something, it might as well be my dream job and not right. just any job that pays the rent. So right. I am willing to wait it out and find something that I really like. And probably, you know, what if building Cyber Shakti as a business is my dream? Mm-hmm. You know, because because I'm a marketing manager, I understand branding so much more. And I understand, uh, I just understand business much better than sure than most a few people. people out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So might as well take my knowledge and apply it to my own venture now you know absolutely I, yeah so touch wood i am in that good place and i want to be dedicated to this it's exciting though right being able to do that exciting and scary at the same time because because you know we've seen bull runs but we've seen bear markets as well big time well you talked about the trending okay well okay two weeks ago i was trending and killing it sale after sale after sale after sale right? Hmm. There were two collectors that kept snapping up my stuff, which is the ideal situation to have two people kind of going after your stuff at once, right? Yeah. And um, then the next week, a couple of sales. And then this week, no sales. Okay. And that happens, right? Where you'll be like, oh man, I'm quitting my job. And then like two weeks later, you're like, I'm not quitting anything. I can't, you know, you can't rely on it. It's so up and down and all over the place, right? Like, how yeah. have you, how have you, what's your experience been over the past few months with that? Honestly, I've been going back and forth about quitting uh, and I chickened out the last minute and mm. I didn't resign and mm. I've had those jitters, mm-hmm. but you know, I reason it out as, you know, the time that I'm going to get for myself mm-hmm. is the time that I'm going to invest in my own art career. I'm going mm. to be learning new skills. I'm going to learn, you know, do much more collabs and I'm not seeing it as unemployed time. I'm seeing it as time that will go into building my art career. Mm-hmm. That is how I've rationalized it because honestly, NFT world moves so fast, Yes, so fast, you know, whatever skills we have today, there are 50 other people with the exact same skills. Yes. 
so unless unless you know your your learning your growth is lightning fast i just have fomo that i may just not make it in the next bull run you know yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's a fear of kind of, of the crowd leaving you and you're there left behind in a sense right so and honestly honestly you know i i am very confident that you know with the kind of audience that i have right now and the set of collectors that i have right now you know everybody's cheering for me to sort of leave a job that's draining me and just you know bring more of my goodness into this world mm-hmm. like you said you know shakti why don't you have your own podcast so now maybe i'll have the time to do that yeah no podcast is a wonderful way to connect with people absolutely yeah so yeah shakti is just on the words of a very exciting time and if 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 i come across a job mm-hmm. that gives me the kind of fulfillment i need along with my art career i will go for it but now i am in a place where i don't desperately need a job to pay my right. rent right well and it could maybe be like a part time thing maybe it's a 50% type gig job or... or something right yeah 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 maybe i could join a dao maybe i could form mm. a dao who knows wow that'd be interesting huh what do you think of the markets lately with the whole china ban and all that stuff covid china crypto crash china <laughs> september every year yeah how many years in a row now have we heard of a china ban in september this time it seems kind of serious though. Like there are exchanges that are like fully shutting down and mining operations that are like poof gone. I really don't know what to say. And India has been like just tiptoeing around the yeah. crypto ban. Yes. Last time we spoke, India yeah. didn't have its policy cut out. This mm-hmm. time around, India still doesn't have its policy <laughs> cut out. <laughs> if you look at the whole China India stuff, you get these stories, and then very little actually changes. Do you know what I mean? I don't. The, right. The, maybe I'm just being paranoid, but to me, right, it feels right, right. like it feels like it's not the story that's causing these huge fluctuations. It's people who are kind of planting ready these to stories. take advantage of those yeah. stories and making a lot of money off of them. Because my feeling is, and I said this a couple episodes ago to somebody, my feeling is by the end of this year, we're gonna be in some kind of crazy bullish run. Now, maybe I'm wrong, right? But I just feel like there's going to be something really big. It could be a Bitcoin ETF in the United States, something like that. That's just going to have it go on a crazy bullish run. And in the meantime, there's some people that are just planting the seeds of like doubt and fear and stuff and making a lot of money off of it in the meantime. What do you think? Quite possible. Quite possible. Because it's not a really large space, right? Like you can have you know, a pretty major, because uh, um, it's not that liquid, right? So you can have a story and make a lot of money on a really concentrated, because it's not like the stock market where it's so well distributed and so liquid, right? It's very yeah. small. It doesn't take much for it to move a large percentage. I don't know. I, 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 I just wonder about that sometimes. Sounds possible. I, I'm still super bullish. I'm I'm always bullish. <laughs> That's true. That's true. In fact, in fact, there are so many, so many new people entering the space every day, and you know everybody's managing to sell their stuff. So where is the bear market? Everybody's still bullish. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Especially when you look at like these huge companies like Microsoft, Twitter, Amazon, Walmart. Everybody wants, everybody wants to, you know, go the NFT way. Twitter is now allowing tips. Yeah. To be paid in BTC. So, is that feature actually enabled now? Though I haven't seen it. It's not there in India yet. I think they some cash app that's popular in US. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, so maybe it only yeah. works in the states then. iOS. Yeah, it's only on it's only on iOS. I know that. I don't know if it's actually implemented yet or not. I because, yeah, I don't. I'm being in, being in Canada and I'm also on Android. I, I haven't seen it in usage yet. I'm pretty sure you know. Zuckerberg and Co are going to join. So Facebook oh, and Instagram are going definitely. to be. Definitely. The only thing with Facebook is they tried to go their own way, right? They tried to make their own uh, token or whatever you want to call it. Their own token, their own creators, you know, their Do you own economy. Do you think they're going to still go that route? Do you think they're still going to come up with something there? I don't really know. I haven't really followed that. So I think uh, they're starting off with monetizing of reels. I don't know if it's crypto friendly or not, but the okay. uh, last I heard was reels are going to get monetized now. Okay, it's crazy world. Everybody just wants to figure new ways of monetization. But yeah. you know what this tells me? This is not my feeler about crypto economy. What I feel is in this new world, you know, people can actually risk being themselves mm. and being creators and doing what they love for example who would have thought you know somebody making mask out of foods yeah. is going to be such a huge uh artist that people want to invest in see being yourself is the way to go for the future like people like me don't need to you know have like double mbas and still take shit in offices now <laughs> it's true yeah no yeah. just and I like my brother is kind of getting into this stuff now, right? And he has an illness similar to MS, where okay. he has a hard time keeping his hands steady, right? Okay. And so he was talking about how he struggles with that in creating art. And I'm like, you know, it's a struggle you have, but then embrace that. And that's part of who you are. And right. use that in your art, right? Like amplify that in a sense, right? And instead of kind of fighting your weaknesses, like just kind of go, okay, this is my weakness and this is part of who I am and use that as part of your expression. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the best part about art. There are no rules. Mm -hmm. There is no one singular way of doing art. Anything mm -hmm. that you use to express something is art. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, I found like when I've been able to come up with a distinctive style, it's when I kind of accepted those tendencies I have in my, in my work, in my creations. Cause I do, I do tend to focus on eyes in a lot of my portraits. It's just, I don't know why. And I do tend to draw them bigger than I should proportionally. And so then I'm like, you know what? I love drawing eyes. I'm going to make them the focus. I'm going to make them the thing that grabs you when you look at the work. Right. So there is there is one work I'd like to show you, mm -hmm. which is not illustrative like this, but mm -hmm. it's on the same one eye bigger okay. uh, thing. So this was long back. 
when I just joined KO, one of okay. my early, it's part glitch, part collage. Okay. But it could be like a distant cousin of Cube Pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I really want to see this. Where would I find it? I am just looking it up to send you the link. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. It could be a cute pop distant cousin. Vapor Pharaoh? Uh, no, the one Jolene? below that. Jolene, yes. Aha, uh-huh. yes. I got you. That's cool. You're a work of art. Not everyone will understand you, but the ones who do will never forget about you. That's cool. I really like how you've kind of got the collage effect going there on that too. Yeah, it was like a glitch slash. So this is photography. Do you actually have like models who will pose for you for this kind of stuff? Or what? how are you getting these photos? Or is this so just some like of a them royalty stopped. free type stuff? Or Yes. Okay. This one is royalty free. Yeah. So the big eye there is also a cutout from some other photograph. It's a okay. collage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. Very yeah, it does, it, it does have the uh, grotesquely disproportionate eyes. Yes. So that you got the cube pop thing happening there. Yeah. <laughs> that's enough cube. <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah. That's cool. Hmm. So that's like one of my early lockdown experiments. Right. Yeah. This is from a year ago, it says. Wow. Yeah. These days I'm making uh, pop art on mm-hmm. OpenSea. Yeah. I saw that. That's cool. We're both doing the pop art thing. And on KO, I'm doing these new uh, Feel the Fantasy series. That's mm-hmm. just that's just like analog collages. Mm-hmm. So what are you using to create these? What apps are you using? Is this in uh, Procreate or Photoshop Look, or what? Since the time I've touched Procreate, like that's the that's it most frequently used app by me. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I in fact, I really remember you encouraged else. me. I think you encouraged me to get Procreate. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. And Procreate has totally changed my life and, you know, added so many more dimensions to my work. So I'm just really happy. You're you're talking about like a $10 app. Yeah. Right? And I'm still finding cool stuff with it. I got the iPad for Procreate. Yeah. That's all I do on my iPad. Yeah, but (laughs) exactly. No, I don't do anything else on my iPad. Like I don't surf on it. I, I just... Sometimes I like I I look up more art apps like I look uh, okay. up glitchy apps and stuff. Uh, there's Pixart. Pixart is yeah. really good if you want to do some quick uh, remix of okay any picture. Okay. Yeah, like usually usually kids use it for you know for making their selfies fancy, but oh, okay. I think it's got a nice bank of uh, photographs and stickers that are very easy to use. Mm-hmm. Have you dealt? I see there is one animated piece here called Seesaw. Have you delved more into um, animating with Procreate? Because that can be actually really fun too. Have you ever tried that much? You have not a couple yet. pieces that are kind of animated. Not yet. Now I think I will have the time. Mm-hmm. Vapor Pharaoh is animated. That one was like my biggest sales back in the day. 
So when ETH was 400, I sold this for one ETH and I was like, ah, one full ETH. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting though, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you have a now, piece on here called Shy on Known Origin that has a really cool yeah. light color effect to it. Yeah. Is that that's done with all... Procreate or? No, no, that's like really old work. That's uh, it's glitched. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Very nice. Yeah. Now I I'm going to be doing a lot more. I'm I'm just retouching on my um, After Effects. I'm mm. actually learning coding. Right. Yeah, tell wow. Okay. That is something that I know nothing about. I'm not a coder at all. Yeah. I went. I went to Amazon. I googled the coding for dummies. <laughs> I got. <laughs> <laughs> So Did you actually I, I, buy the book? Yeah, it's on its way. So really? I got learn I I got learning P5JS, uh -huh. uh, a book called Learning P5JS. I didn't actually get the coding for dummies book. I got another uh, basic <laughs> yeah. uh, learn JavaScript and HTML book. Yep. So that's arriving tomorrow, awesome. and uh, I'm taking all these Udemy courses and I'm learning from YouTube. But uh, I think, you know. I think in about a month, month and a half, I should be ready to present work okay. that's generative. That is wild. If you ever want to kind of do something together with that, I would love to try it. I, I think so. Yeah, that'll be exciting. That would be, I've often thought if there was a way to kind of do my cube pop thing in a generative mm -hmm. way, that would be wild. Yeah. Can you imagine like a thousand profile pics in that style kind of thing? Yeah. It'll be That'd such be a fun. cool project. Yeah. It be. Yeah. It'll be like a bunch of people just looking at each other with one big eye like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad you can't all see her facial expression right now because that was <laughs> I'm not sure how you did that, but you actually made your one eye like three times the size of the other eye. <laughs> <laughs> fun yeah 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 uh, so yeah but yeah. but like i'm saying you know i am young you know <laughs> i have the financial risk-taking ability right now to not have a job and do yep. all these so many things and i am going to do it yes that's awesome that's all awesome. charged up all charged up like if now if not now when you know yes three months later it'll be too late maybe you know like people will say that to me, they're like, why are you still teaching? And I'm like, well, I mean, I like teaching. It's not, it's not a job that I, I, it's not, I'm not disrespect. Like you're talking about how you feel like disrespected at work. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, for the most part, I enjoy it. You know? Yeah, sure. Of course there's parts of it that, you know, are a drag like meetings yeah. and report cards and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And but the parents. teaching experience is <laughs> well now with COVID you hardly yeah. see parents. Hmm. Like other than emails and phone calls, mm -hmm. I hardly ever run into parents because they can't even come into the school building. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And yeah, for the yeah. most part, parents are fine. There's you, there can be the occasional difficult parent, but um. So yeah, I don't feel like it's something I need to get away from. Honestly, you know, um, I would consider maybe reducing my time again in the future more, right? Like, because like I said, I have the one one day where I've reduced it maybe do that for a couple other days and work like, I don't know, half time or yeah. something would be nice. 
Yeah, you have so many amazing collaborations happening and, you know, so many good things going for your art career that, you know, this is such a wonderful stage that you've entered in your life, you know, where you have control over the number of hours you want to put in in your job and, you know, still have exciting things going on the side. So I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Well, and I'm excited for you doing this new career step forward, you know, where you're released from the shackles of your day job. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm how many people anti. get to do that? How many people get to go get to, you know, just make art for a, a full on like career living like that's not that common. I'm not opposed to, you know, artists having full time job because, you know, having a full time job actually elevates you from the stress of selling. Like mm-hmm. if it sells great, if it doesn't sell great, I still have my bills covered. Right. So, 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 you know, if one thing that I'd like to, you know, tell other artists who are actually tiptoeing around the idea of leaving their full-time job is to ensure that you have enough reserves to last Mm -hmm. you a year. Yeah. You know, and also while, you know, you're not working, don't while away your time because you've, you've taken this as time to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. So be very clear as to your direction. You can't be like, you know, waiting for a sale to happen. That'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Well, the other argument is, you know, how long should I wait if I'm starting to have success in, like for myself and for you, we do mm-hmm. all this art NFT stuff. It's all in our spare time, right? It's all in our, not when we're in our day job, right? Yeah. And so they'll say, when when should you go full bore into this? And some people say, well, right away, because if you're having success, just doing it in your off hours, like on weekends and evenings, imagine how much success you could have if you dedicated yourself to it. Right. Right? Right. So that's the flip side of it is instead of kind of stalling and going, eh, I don't know, it's just like, you know what, go for it. But there is that risk element where it's like, uh, okay, now I don't have enough money to pay my rent or whatever, right? Yeah. So, so I think know, the reserve is wise. Having a reserve is definitely yeah, I, wise. I'm doing this after one full year of being on the NFT circuit. I didn't come here, you know, make a few sales in a couple of months and decide to pull the plug on my job. I waited out one full year. Mm -hmm. You know, I I do have some nice collectibles that are mooning. I do have my, uh, you know, I, because I, I had a job, I Mm -hmm. didn't uh, cash out my Ethereum. So whatever Mm -hmm. sales I made, I have some Ethereum reserved for my, bad days yeah yeah so yeah i think this is a battle that we're going to see a lot more you know a lot more countries are going to be pro crypto and everybody's still in the process of making their own stance about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how they see crypto and like you said you know there is a lot of market whitewashing happening there is a lot of shorting happening and we are just little baby fishes in a sea of whales right now exactly I just think there's so much money to be made. Like, for example, with banks, okay, sometime soon, I feel, you know, like, for example, you can go to the bank and have them hold your gold for you. Yeah. And they'll charge you a vaulting fee and they'll yeah. they'll keep your gold in custody on your behalf. And then you don't have the hassle of having to worry about, okay, how do I protect this gold, right? It, it makes total sense to me that banks would embrace crypto and say, hey, we'll hold your crypto for you. You don't need to worry about custody. We'll, if you want to own Bitcoin, buy it through us. 
We'll charge you a fee, as they should. They are a business, right? We'll vault it for you, as, and they'll charge a fee for the vaulting, and you have none of the hassles. You don't have to worry about a seed phrase. You don't have to worry about keeping it safe. We'll keep it safe for you for a fee, mm -hmm. right? Now, people like you and me would be like, no, that's okay. I'll take care of it myself. But a lot, a lot, a lot of people do not feel confident enough to take care of that for themselves, right? And so it makes sense to me that banks tap into that. They could make a killing holding it for people. That's true. Right? That's so, true. You know, it'll give confidence. Like, for example, you know, now when it comes to staking my ETH, you know, mm -hmm. Because it's my hard-earned ETH, I I want to know and I want to be sure that the source that I'm putting it into is credible. And that's risky, very risky. Especially like you know, crypto projects. You yeah. what if it's just one developer who's put out like five sites and ten testimonials out? <laughs> you know, you get your ETH in there, and then they take off with it or whatever, right? Yeah, like rug pull projects. So you know, banks will actually bring some credibility and buyer you know, mm -hmm. confidence. Totally. So if you had somebody like, for example, here, one of the biggest banks in Canada is the Royal Bank of Canada. Yeah. Okay. If you had someone like the Royal Bank saying, okay, you will take care of your Ethereum for you. We'll, we'll hold it for you. And they get to stake it, right? So they're staking it. They're making money just like a uh, traditional money, right? They're making money off of all their lending and borrowing and basically mm -hmm. gambling with your money, right? Um, and they can make a fortune off of that while you have the advantage of it being secured and you're not responsible for custody. And if something bad happens, you know, you're covered, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like that's the way to go. And I, I do think that China's approach is, it feels like desperation to me, but I don't know. Or maybe it's like a test. Maybe let them try it. Maybe they're trying it. They're going to test it out and then you know, other countries will follow suit if it works. I don't know. I hope it doesn't happen. You know, we are meeting so many international artists, like from countries that yeah. we don't know where they are on the map and, you know, mm -hmm. making so many connections and for such countries to ban crypto and we don't see these artists on the circuit anymore. Well, we sad because yeah. there's so much art and culture exchange happening. There's so much value being created and, you know, obviously, this is. Well, and again, I don't, I don't think you can truly ban it. I don't think you can stop it. You can maybe discourage some people from being involved in it, but I don't think it could be stopped. I will move if it, if India bans crypto. Yeah, I'm yeah, going. yeah. <laughs> why not, right? Like, why would you stay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. hello any any suitable bachelor <laughs> decent looking girl with two mbas and a lot of nfts <laughs> she's a wonderful person everybody wonderful person <laughs> highly recommended <laughs> yeah so that's uh future. yeah interesting times yeah and like like i'm totally with you that the bull run is not even close to getting done we're just getting started and yep. i just feel it in my vibes like a few days ago you know people were talking that okay we had a nice bull run it's time for winter again and mm, i was I like you know just because you're not making sales doesn't mean it's winter time like yep. don't put that sentiment out people are still making sales 
yeah. everybody's still buying nfts and you know so many projects are booming like mm-hmm. subtux is doing so well mm-hmm. and uh, i have a duck and you know that owning that duck gave me the confidence to say fuck it i don't need a job i have a duck right right <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, anybody who pays attention to like some of the entities that are coming into the space, it's they obviously see that there's a lot, a lot, a lot of money that's going to come into here right now. I mean, Microsoft, Amazon, they don't do this stuff and go, ah, well, maybe this we're going to make some money here. No, they've researched this thoroughly. They're, you know, companies like that don't don't get into yeah. stuff like that unless there's a lot, a lot of money to be made. So, yeah, I'm very but, bullish. But we've seen a lot of uh, flop drops from a lot of brands and we've seen a lot of celebrity drops that mm-hmm. don't do well yeah so do you think that's about to change we're going to see some successful celebrity stuff now i think the market's just getting more diversified and less you know frantic about any one entry you know and uh, yeah it, it's it's more sophisticated now right when it was you know i can still think back to 2017 when john mcafee May he rest in peace. When John McAfee would just say a crypto and it would go up like 50 times in value. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And we're past that now, right? So it, it takes more than just a celebrity pumping out some NFT of them with their stick figure or whatever to make serious money. Yeah. You even see it with some memes now where it'll be some something where you're like, oh, this is going to make millions. And then it sells for, you know, $70,000, which is still great. But there was that one that, you know, the Chloe meme with the girl yeah. who's kind of looking like, yeah. mm, kind of thing. Side eye Chloe. Yes, that's it. And uh, initially, you know, the people who minted it probably thought, oh, this is going to sell for a million dollars like those other ones did. And I think it sold for about $75,000, which is still a lot of money, right? But in a sense, I think they were probably disappointed. I'll take 75,000. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I'll take it. (laughs) And that's where, you know, it's still irrational in some ways, right? And there's no explanation for why some things do so well and some things don't do so well. But yeah, it's getting more sophisticated in that sense. You know, yeah, it still is a little wild, wild west, though. You never know what works and what doesn't work. Well, look at the food mask you thing. Like, that's just amazing, right? Yeah, so. and he is so innovative with every drop. He's got like six or so, six or so that are on auction, I think, at a time kind of thing. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Anyway. I hope I make I hope I make some sales so I can get the collab piece from you guys. Yeah, that's gonna be cool, man. I, I think we're doing it as a five of five. And I think awesome. we're going to price it at 0.25 ETH each is, I think, what the plan is. So should be out right away here. Uh, so. As long as as long as I get it. Fingers crossed. <laughs> That'll be a cool one. Yeah, we still have that piece on foundation. Yeah. You know, what, I don't mind holding again? on. It's called uh, Love Summer. Or... Mm-hmm. It's called Love Summer. Yes. Decline and I have a lap piece on foundation which i'm glad i'm holding because now it has got historic value yes yeah i love that piece it was fun working on that with you we were both doing kind of a different style at the time 
right? Yeah. It's interesting. So in fact, you got the glitch in and I got the doodly thing in, which was reverse because I do glitch and you were making illustrations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think, I think you know, some real gem hunter mm-hmm. who knows the worth of this piece is going to come for it. Till then, I'm very happy to hold it. Yeah, yeah. No, the, I, I, I always find that that's enjoyable when all of a sudden like some random piece from like months ago gets sold and you're like, what? They picked that out. You know, it's kind of fun when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do have a buyer who, who actually takes his own sweet leisurely time to go through my entire mm-hmm. body of work. And that one piece that is sitting there from like a year ago, mm-hmm. suddenly I'll see he's picked that up and mm-hmm. then he'll tell me, you know, I've had my eye on this for a while and I'm glad that it's sitting there because he could manage to get it. Mm-hmm. And that just feels so special because somebody is noticing every piece of work and not just the popular series that are selling out. Yeah. Knowing people are following you and watching your work and admiring it and enjoying it. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we wrap things up here? That was a good conversation. Thanks for interviewing me. Although I kind of interviewed you too, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any, 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 um, anything that you'd like to end with? Huh. Well, I'll just say I got some, a lot of cool things happening here in the near future. So I'm really excited about them. I can't disclose too much, but keep an eye on my Twitter feed. Cause there's lots of crazy stuff happening. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I know it offline and trust me, guys, I'm really excited about the kind of things that Decline is doing. And if you don't follow him, you're not going to make it. (laughs) Uh, That's great. Well, thank you very much for chatting with me. It was really fun catching up with you. And I hope you feel better there with your allergies or whatever that is. Yes. Hopefully it goes away and you're back to normal within a few days. Yeah, I'm going to be like on digital detox for a while. Like I'm going to be less uh, on Twitter. And... Take a break. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. All right. Right on. Well, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I wish you all the best with all this exciting stuff going on. I'm so glad we took the time to do this. It was yeah. so much fun. Absolutely. Yeah, right on. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Non-Fungible Podcast. See you again soon.